kicking off our series this morning around um, from Philippians, and I get uh, Philippians 4, uh, verses 10. If you have your Bibles with you, um, I'll give you half a second to pull them out. All right, here we go. Um, I'll let you take more than half a second. This is um, Paul. So this is the, the, last, the last moments of Paul um, writing to the Philippians. From verse 10, so chapter 4, verse 10. How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or an empty one, with plenty or with little. For I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Even so, you have done so well, so you have done well to share with me in my present difficulty. I'm going to stop there this morning. I was going to carry on, but I'm going to stop there and focus this morning um, on those uh, four verses at the start of um, this passage. Um, so this is the wrap-up of our series. Um, I'm pretty much going to get straight into it this morning. We're just going to start ripping some stuff apart um, and having a look at what does it mean to be, um, to have contentment, okay? Um, to be content. I have three lessons. I'm going to share one lesson with you this morning as we then go and celebrate together. The first lesson is the lesson of contentment. So Paul is writing here around um, to be content with him. Paul begins by expressing his gratitude, his thanks to the Philippians for their generous support, um, acknowledging that they have provided for his needs. However, his appreciation is not solely for the material things that they have given him, but it's a spiritual lesson uh, that he has learned through his experiences as well. In verses 11 and 12, he writes, I have learned to be content with whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every situation. Uh, Paul's words remind us in this um, Remind us that true contentment is not dependent on external circumstances. I'll say that again. True contentment is not dependent on external circumstances, but it is rooted in our relationship with Christ. Whether we have an abundance or we have not much at all, our contentment must come from knowing that we are secure in God's love and in his provision. Contentment is a state of our heart and our mind, and it's not a product of our possessions or our status. Isn't that awesome? We don't have to rely on the things that we have or the things that are happening around us for us to be content for us to be happy, for us to be thankful in all circumstances. Now I want to spend just a little moment looking at the next verse, which is uh, verse 13. Uh, I love this verse. Uh, when I was in uh, youth group, I stood on the roof of a shed 
and said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I jumped off with a sheet and a parachute and I hit the ground. I couldn't do all things with through Christ who strengthens me um, in that moment because that wasn't something that was due. Uh, this verse is taken way out of context so many times in what we do. It's, um, I have a little, a little thing here. Um, it makes me think in that moment like I was a superhero, okay? Um, it made me feel like I was, is anyone? Captain, oh, I really should have cut the eye holes out because I can't see anything. It's going to be on all of them, so it's okay. Um, I sometimes think that I'm Captain America, um, but no. Um, maybe, um, maybe a better superhero for me was um, this one. Oh, Thor. The young people have got this sorted. You guys can call out if you know who they are. Um, Thor. Okay, or maybe, this is a tricky one. Uh, this is Gamora. She's from Guardians of the Galaxy. This is a Marvel for um, those who haven't seen those movies yet. There is some older ones coming. It's okay. Hang on, let's find one. Um, uh, oh, this one. This one's a good one. Who am I? Batman. This is Felix's favorite. Um, he loves Batman. Um, but I feel like Batman sometimes. I can do all things through Christ who thinks it's me because I am ba- oh, I am Batman. Um, yeah. Uh, or maybe, maybe I feel this morning um, I need to be this person. Iron Man, yeah. He's really cool because he's got all the money in the world to make these amazing suits for himself, um, which is really cool, but I'm not Iron Man. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because um, I am Spider-Man. I'm a superhero. No, um, I'm not a superhero. Okay. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because I am Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, love Wonder Woman. I'm, I'm not Wonder Woman. Uh, I can do all things through Christ. I've got two more, just so you know, I've got two more. I am, can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because this is my favorite, because I am the oh. Hulk smash. No, um, not true. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because I am Superman or Superwoman. Okay, we can say Superman or Superwoman. This is awesome. Um, when I was a teenager, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I thought... This is awesome. I can be a superhero. God's given me these powers to be a superhero, to do anything that I set my mind to that I want to do. Oh, how I was wrong. Too often in my life and in our lives, we think that being a superhero would be really cool, and it is. But this verse doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that we can do anything that we want and set our minds to it. Too often we think, uh, too often we live life thinking if we just had more money or we just had that next position or that next thing or that type of relationship that I would be happy. I would be content. People talk about how we need to hustle, to work hard, uh, to be a superhero. We need to work hard to think, to think it, to say it and to do it. Oh, I've heard that one lots of my life. you just got to think it, you got to say it, and you got to do it. And if we do these things, we can reach our goals. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can reach my goals. And then we can be happy. So 
In the good times, we get excited about crushing goals, making things happen, uh, paving the way to our own personal success. Just good. We need to be working towards these things. For many, we use this verse as a personal mantra of motivation to do it. But, but, church, the problem is if we read this verse alone and out of context, we miss the point of it. If we go back, sorry, these words are not for our starry-eyed success, for money, for comfort, for the new things. But these words are for true and lasting contentment, no matter what the circumstance. Paul wrote these words not to summon inner strength for the purpose of achieving something or getting something. In fact, he's in jail at this moment as he's writing this. He wrote them to give something. He wrote them to give thanks to God for where Uh, for where he was and what he had. So, like I said, we've got to keep in mind he's not on a beach and he's not sipping a cool, um, nice glass of Coke uh, under the beach umbrella. He's not enjoying his life, no. He was sitting in a prison facing possible death just for talking and preaching the gospel. He says in verse 11, not that it was that I was ever in need, for I have learnt to be content with whatever I have. And when we look at it in that, and then go, now I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, because I am content in my relationship with him. Learning to be content with life through relationship with Jesus was Paul's secret to facing the ups and the downs of life. The secret on how he could handle uh, being humiliated and being praised. How he could handle having little and having heaps and having lots and then having it all taken away again. For Paul, having Jesus meant he had all he wanted. So this verse, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. It's not a motivational quote. It's not something that we can become a superhero with. But it was Paul's declaration of his contentment that was not tied to success or to circumstances, but it was tied to Christ alone. That was his secret in contentment. And you know what? That can be ours too. How can we learn to be content with life no matter what we have or what we don't have? I love this old hymn uh, that says, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Sang that song so many times and it was in my brain and I forget it. But isn't it amazing? 
that when we turn away from the things of this world and we press into our relationships with Jesus, doesn't matter what's going on around us, we can be content in our love and relationship with him. The love that we have for Jesus and the love that Jesus has for each of us. I have two more points which I'm going to leave for another week. As we, um, this morning uh, was all around, uh, my two points if you want to know was around generosity and abundance, okay, um, that's what the next part of this verse talks about. But this morning, as we live in contentment, I, as a church, as the body of Christ here together, um, we want to say thank you. There's been so many people on the stage this morning that have said thank you. Our whole celebration time um, was lots around saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Those words are so powerful. When we get to thank each other um, for the things that we have done, when we thank God for the gifts that he has given us, and then when we turn those gifts back and we give back to others, and the blessings that come from that is amazing. We want to thank you as a church this morning. We want to thank you as a church for all that you do for us in this place. Um, from our staff and our leaders, we want to thank you for the way that you actively engage in our church. We want to thank you for being in this place this morning and coming and having conversation. We want to thank you uh, if you brought your children to church this morning because I know that that is hard work. I want to thank you if it was hard to get out of bed this morning and come to this place. Thank you. Thank you to those who serve our capacities. Thank you to those who serve on our worship teams. Thank you to those who serve in the ministries and the life of our church. Thank you. Because without you, we're not a church. Without you, we don't have contentment in Christ where things around us in our community are, are messed up and, and frustrating. But together, as we serve one another and we serve our community, when we have peered and good relationship with Jesus, it's where we find our contentment. Jesus calls us to love him. Our, our statement here is to love God and to love others. And when we do that, together as a church, we can change our community. I really believe that. And I'm excited for that. So thank you. Whether you do something massive for us or whether you, whether you do something small, whether it's you've just walked in the door this morning, thank you for being a part of our church here, our body of Christ. Whether you're at home and you couldn't make it this morning and you watch this later, thank you. And we want to honor you this morning. Um, if I can have some, um, some people come up the front, I'd, I need about four, some younger people would be great. If there's some kids still in the room, um, come up the front, because we want to give you something this morning to say thank you. We want to give you um, a small token of our love and our um, appreciation to you. Um, and this is a token gift, okay? It's, it's, but it's to say thank you from us for participating in the body of Christ together as we serve. Um, also, uh, this morning, um, so guys, jump over here and see Carol. Carol's got a whole bunch of baskets. You guys can go together. That'll be awesome. So jump around this side. Come and see Carol over here. Um, we're going to give you guys some chocolate this morning because everybody needs a chocolate in their life. Um, uh, and we want to encourage you this morning. We want to encourage you to this morning 
to continue to look at how in this place and in our community God is calling us to serve, how God is calling us to um, participate in his mission. Um, And so as we hand this out this morning, um, we're going to, uh, once the kids are finished handing this out, we're going to move as a church um, and we're going to, uh, it's going to be a little bit awkward and weird and great, okay, but we're going to stand um, around from the worship team all the way around the outside of our building um, because we want to bless you this morning. But the blessing doesn't just come from us as staff or leaders or from our, our worship team. Our blessing comes from us being together in relationship. And so we're going to stand around the outside and we're going to sing the song, The Blessing, and we're going to bless each other this morning as we look each other across the room, okay? Um, we're going to sing to those people across the room and we're going to bless them together. Um, the last thing I want to um, share just as we are um, handing out chocolate to you guys this morning, um, which is a bit distracting, I probably should have done this before I handed you guys chocolate, eh? Um, is if, if God is saying something to you that you want to serve in this place and you want to do something um, in this place, um, Penny's just going to be out the back. Um, there's a table right in the middle of the foyer this morning, um, very well positioned by the way, and Penny's going to stand there. And if, you, uh, if God is prompting you to serve in some way in this church, and you, even if you don't know what that is, come and talk to Penny this morning. We'd love to figure out what, what um, presses your buttons. We'd love to know what you're passionate about and how we as a church can help release you into the life of ministries that are already happening in this place or help to invest in what God is laying in your heart for the mission that he has for you. So if that's you this morning, um, if God's pressing something in you, please go and see Penny after the service. We'd love to have a conversation around how we can serve one another better.